Hey everybody, this is Bob Z, the pastor of Joy Christian Fellowship. I want to thank you for tuning into our podcast. I hope it's a word that will encourage you today. Let's remember in these challenging times we're living that God is still in control and that his love for us endures forever. Amen. God bless. Jesus, be the center. You know, just like the Christ candle was in the center of our Advent wreath this month, Jesus needs to be the center of our lives, at the center of our hearts. And as that song says, be our source, Lord. Be our light. Be our hope. Be our vision. Be our path. Be the fire in our hearts. Be the wind in our sails. Be the reason that we live. Let he be the reason that we live. Be our guide, Jesus. As we prepare to finish out one year and navigate our way into a new year, be our, our guide, we pray. Amen. Lord, open up your word to us now. Your word is alive. It's active. And some of these old stories and old verses are fresh today, so make these words come alive today for us here in this house, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, 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 here we are, (laughs) closing in on the end of another year, right? We're counting down the days, and on Friday, December 31st, we'll be counting down the hours and the minutes. And around midnight, for those of us who are still awake, for Bobby and me, 9.30 is the new midnight. But anyway, a lot of people, a lot of people be counting down the seconds. And being from New Jersey, we always watch Dick Clark and uh, the New Year's Eve at Times Square. and That big ball, I guess in Atlanta they have the big peach. In other places they have different things. But in New York, Times Square was always the big ball dropping slowly, five, four, three, two, one and those big numbers light up and it's going to say 2022 it's going to be happy new year everybody right that's what happens for a lot of people every new year's eve there's there's a countdown a big countdown we have other countdowns too don't we i remember all the rocket launches out of florida it was t minus 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 2 1 0 ignition liftoff I mean, big countdowns, or if you're a sports fan, a basketball game's tied and there's a final seconds left, or a football game, and the team that's behind is, they're out of timeouts. They can't stop the clock unless there's an incomplete pass or the, the guy with the ball runs out of bounds or there's a penalty, that'll stop the clock. But other than that, if the team doesn't have any timeouts, they can't stop the clock. But hey, we can't stop the clock either. As much as we would like to, sometimes we can't stop God's clock. A lot has happened in the world, in our own little worlds, this past year that's ticking away. And there have been weddings and funerals. I've done a few weddings this year. I've been to some funerals this year. There's, there's life, there's birth, there's death, there's hardship, there's celebration, there's, there's all kinds of stuff. Some of our kids have have graduated into new schools. Two of our girls here have started college. Guinevere, 
Heather, they're college girls now. Even Scott's taking some college classes now. Some have started new jobs. Are they getting ready to start a new job? Some are just hoping for a new job or holding on to their old job. And for some of us, it's been a really good year. For some of us, it's been a really hard, challenging, difficult year. And maybe for some of us, it was somewhere in between. Or it was a combination. There was some really good stuff that took place, but there was some really bad, hard stuff that took place as well. Either way, time keeps moving, and the days keep passing, and once they're gone, they're gone for good. We can't get them back. And maybe, just, just maybe, looking back over 2021, 20, maybe we regret how we spent some of those precious days God gave us. So how are we going to prevent that from happening to us again in 2022? Let's go to God's Word to find out. The title of this morning's message is Teach Us to Number Our Days. It's going to be in Psalm 90 and Psalm 39. So Lord, teach us to number our days. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. We're not guaranteed our next breath without you. So teach us to be wise and Instead of being wasteful with our time that you give us, teach us to number our days, we pray. Amen. All right, let's just get it, get it right into the word. In Psalm 90, Moses prayed this to the Lord in verse 12. Teach us to number our days. Why? That we may gain, gain what? Gain a heart of wisdom. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. You know, there's a lot of knowledge there's a lot of information, but it seems the world's lacking a lot of wisdom. And Moses is saying, teach us to number these days that we have, that, that we'll gain something, and not just something, but we'll gain a heart of wisdom. That verse in the New Living Translation reads like this, teach us to realize the brevity of life so that may we grow in wisdom. Teach us to realize the brevity of life so that we may grow in wisdom. Speaking of the brevity of life, it's not on the screen, but in the book of James, chapter 4, in verse 4, the writer tells us that our lives are like the morning fog. And there was fog this morning, wasn't there? There was fog from our house till we got here. We're here for a little while, and then the fog's gone, unless you live near Bowater, then it tends to linger a lot longer. But our lives are here for a little while. And then they're gone. And James tells us, your life is like a vapor. It appears for a little while, and then it vanishes. It, it vanishes. So whether we live here for two years or, or 102 years, our lives on this planet are very brief compared to eternity. Look what King David wrote in Psalm 39, verse 4 and 5. He says, Lord, remind me. I need to be reminded of about a lot of things. Lord, remind me how brief my time on earth will be. Remind me that my days are numbered, how fleeting my life is. You've made my life no longer than the width of my hand. My entire lifetime, think of that, my entire lifetime is just a moment to you. At best, each of us is but a breath. So our human existence here is but a breath to the Lord. Let's demonstrate that together, okay? This is crowd participation time. On three, everybody just take a deep breath and then exhale it slowly. Because sometimes we're not even aware we're breathing, you know? But somebody that struggles for oxygen, you're aware of every breath. So 
Let, let's do that, okay? Just one, two, three. Inhale. And then exhale. That's it. That's our life. Compared to eternity, that's our whole life. Like the morning fog, like a vapor. No longer than the width of my hand. That's brief. That's fleeing. That's but a breath. And the Word of God is telling us, and it's reminding us, life here is very, very short, no matter how many years we're here. Moses realized that. James realized that. King David realized that. But do we realize that? We'll say, well, yeah, yeah, of course, we realize time, time is short. We realize life is short. But are we living our lives like we really, really believe this life is short? Do we believe it's like the morning fog, like a vapor? Do we believe, do we believe this life appears for just a little while, and then it vanishes? Are we living our lives like we really believe that? See, Moses and King David, they realize that the more that we confront the truth of how brief our lives here really are, the more likely we are to live more wisely instead of foolishly and carelessly and wasting so much of the limited time God has given us here. She's good, Logan. <laughs> you got freedom here, man. You can wander around. Every one of us, every one of us knows that someday we'll die. Now, that's not being morbid. That's just being realistic. Someday we're all going to die. And I believe every one of us wants to go to heaven when we die. I remember this old country preacher years ago saying, heaven, heaven, everybody want to go to heaven. Nobody want to die to get there. We like to cling to our lives here, don't we? I know I do. And then there's other days where I just say, oh, please come back tonight, Jesus. <laughs> okay, just come back tonight. We know that death here is certain. We may not know the hour of our death, but we know it's coming. And the chances of one of us in this room winning the lottery, it's probably one in 40 to 50 million, maybe more. But the chances of every one of us in this room dying someday is something like one in one. Am I right? One in one. Pretty sure that's right. We're all going to die someday. Listen, this life. This life is like a dress rehearsal for the real thing that's coming. Our lives here are like the prep work for eternity. And for the person without Christ in their life, death is the end of all their hope. Death is the end of all their joy. And maybe they didn't have much joy. But death is the end of all happiness or potential happiness or any hope. But for the person who has Christ in their life. Death is the end of all grief. Death is the end of all suffering and pain and, and tears and sorrow. Does that make sense? That's worth repeating. But the person without Christ in their life, death is the end of all their hope and all their potential joy and happiness. But for the person who has Christ, death is the end of all their grief, all their sorrow, their suffering and pain and tears. And when we tend to look upon our death as a thing way, way out there in the far distant future, I hope it is, but still, when we think, ah, it couldn't happen to me, it's not going to happen this week or this day, and it's just way out there. When we, when we look at death like that, we are tempted to put off and delay the necessary preparations for it. 
namely our, our salvation. We'll just continue to keep living in the moment. But when we, when we wake up and when we consider how short and brief life really is, we'll begin to concern ourselves more with, with our purpose, with our direction. Because God created each one of us for a purpose. Remember, if you still have a pulse, I believe everyone still has a pulse in this room. If you still have a pulse, you still have a purpose, no matter how, how old you are. And God had a purpose for each one of us in 2021. And now that the year is almost over, how many of us feel like we accomplished God's goals and God's purpose for us this year? This year is going to be in the books in five more days, and we can't rewind it as much as we might like to. We can't go back to August. We can't go back to April. We can't go back to February. We can't go back and correct anything we did or anything we didn't do. It's gone. It, it, it's gone for good. We can't replay it, but, but we can reflect on it. We, we can evaluate it, and if we're wise, we can we can make a change so we don't keep repeating the same stupid mistakes over and over again. We can make a change. Ooh, that word change, that's, a, that's like a dirty word to a lot of people, especially when it means personal change, right? Now, for you to change, that's a good thing. It's about time you changed. But me? Me change? Are you kidding me? Why would I want to change? Right? It's always the other guy. It's never us, right? It's always the other person that needs to change. And then we wonder, wonder why we're not making progress or any improvement in our life or in our relationships. Never us. It's always the other person. And when you think about it, life on this planet is made up of mostly small things, not large things. Now, granted, there are some huge moments in life, like our birth. That's a pretty big one, right? And did you know our birthday girl, Lily, you know, she was born on the floor at home? Ask her about that. She might tell you a neat story. I mean, it wasn't like she was born in a, a smelly cattle feeding trough or anything quite like that. But it wasn't in the bed. It was on the floor. Tanya never made it to the bed. But our birth, that's a huge moment in life. Learning to walk, talk, growing, getting married. That's a huge moment. Having a kid, eating your first taco. These are all huge moments in our lives. But most of the time, life is made up of, of little moments, a whole lot of little moments. It's made up of hours and minutes and daily interactions we have with people. It's made up of our, our little habits and, and our little quirks and those decisions and the choices that, that we make moment by moment as we move through every day. Just simple little decisions we make. There's a lot of them in the course of a day. And when we will really think about how we use all those little moments in life, then we're thinking, I believe, like the Lord wants us to think. And we're realizing how valuable all those little moments really are. King David's words in, in Psalm 39 give us, give us some insight along those lines. Chris, can we go back to Psalm 39, verse 4 and 5, please? Yeah, look at there. Lord, remind me. Let these words sink in. Lord, remind me. May these be our words on this last Sunday of 21. Lord, remind me how brief my time on earth will be. Remind me that my days are numbered, how fleeting my life is. 
Listen to this. You have made my life no longer than the width of my hand. That's it, my entire lifetime. It's just a moment to you. At best, each of us is but a breath. Our human existence is but a breath. And King David's words in these two verses declare some truths I just want to briefly touch on because sometimes we just tend to overlook it, ignore it, or think, yeah, I know, but it doesn't really penetrate. We already mentioned life here is fleeting. We say, yeah, I know, I know. But if we look around, if we observe, if we listen, it doesn't appear that a lot of us really believe by the way we're living our life, that we believe life is that short. Everything that we call life in the physical world has definite limits. Right? The years we get here are flying by. Parents, grandparents, we catch ourselves all the time saying stuff like, well, I can't believe she's five years old already. Or your youngest is a teenager? No way. I tell Bobby, can you believe we're on Medicare? Man, we're old. <laughs> In fact, I saw this shirt. I was going to get us both this T-shirt that had this printed on the front. It's weird being the same age as old people. <laughs> it's true, right? It's weird being the same age as old people. That's us. That's me and Bobby. And sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm still in my 40s. And I know sometimes I talk and act like I'm 12. But life is fleeting. The years are speeding by. You know what else is true about this life we have on earth that we're clinging to with all we have? This life is not all there is, praise God. Our time on this planet is, is just the groundwork. Like I said, this is the prep work for, for what we will be, for what we will know, for what we will experience in the eternal realm with Christ if, if we're saved. And you've got to make sure about that, Okay. You've heard me say it over and over, don't play around with your eternity. Your eternity is nothing to take lightly or play with. I've heard people say, I hope I go to heaven when I die. They're not sure. They're hoping. And I'm thinking, wait, you can be sure. You don't have to hope. You can know for sure. The Bible tells us every person will experience eternity, either in God's eternal kingdom or apart from God's eternal kingdom. I mean, it's either heaven or hell, and you don't want to miss out on heaven. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, if you believe in your heart God raised him from the dead, that you will be saved. That's what it takes. Confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart. It's not the word of God. That's, that's not the word of Bob. That's the word of God. Confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart. Listen. Because our life here is so short and fleeing, and because there's so much more for us to experience than what we know, we need to stop. We need to evaluate our lives and remember that Christ is our standard. Somebody might think, well, Christ isn't my standard, to which I would say, he better be your standard. If not him, who? If Christ is not your standard, you need to set your sights higher. <laughs> He's our measuring stick. He is our standard, not our friend's. Not some YouTube celebrity we admire. Set your sights higher. Does my faithfulness measure up to God's standard? Does yours? Are we growing in Christ? Are we bearing good fruit 
Are our lives having a positive impact for the kingdom? Are our lives worth imitating? Are we telling others about Jesus? Do we stop and evaluate any of these things as the months and the years go flying by? Are our kids and our grandkids being taught biblical principles at home? Now remember, when we get here on a Sunday morning, it's a supplement. Bobby and I take supplements, but we eat every day. You can't get a week's worth of spiritual nourishment in just one hour on a Sunday morning, and that's if you come every week. This is a supplement to what's being fed at home six days a week. Do our kids and our grandkids see Christ in us Monday through Saturday? If not, who do they see? What do they see? What do they hear coming out of our mouths? Evaluating all this stuff and making any necessary changes is, is really important. Are we closer to God? Are we more Christ-like today than we were this time last year? Are we closer? Are we the same? Or are we further away? I hope not. See, God's plans for us are so much better than our plans for ourselves. They're so much better. He's greater things in mind for us, not just in heaven, but here. While we're still here on this planet, he wants to work in every one of us, and he wants to work through every one of us, all the way to the finish line, all the way to the end of this journey we call life. Think about it. This is just the beginning. We're just scratching the surface. Now, I say I want more of God in my life. I say I want to go deeper with him. I want to press in for more. I say all that, but am I willing to put in the effort required to get there? You know, I found out we can have as much of God as we want. Unfortunately, a lot of us don't want a whole lot of him, but we can have as much of him as we want. Remember that quote I used a while back? The proof of the desire is in the pursuit. Am I willing to pursue God more in 2022 than I pursued him in 2021? Are you? I mean, time will tell, won't it? The proof of my desire will be in my pursuit or in my lack of pursuit. That'll be the proof. You know, Bobby and I have gone to a lot of conferences over the years, uh, immersing ourselves in an atmosphere of worship and, and a desire for more of God. And it's something when you get in a, in a big room with thousands of other people that are there for kind of the same reason. They're hungry for more of God. They have hungry hearts. And we know we can't just live on the spiritual highs of going from conference to conference, but it's refreshing. It's encouraging it's a time of learning from time to time to get a fresh revelation and a fresh perspective from the Lord. But what about us here at Joy Christian Fellowship? Are we willing to pursue God and the things of God more in 22, 2022 than we did in 2021? Let's encourage each other this new year. I, I know life is busy. I know that. But let's start somewhere. Send someone a text. Send someone a card once in a while. Tell them you're praying for them. Ask them, how's things going? Is everything okay? Meet them for coffee or lunch if that's possible. Ask them. They need prayer for anything. And make sure you pray for them. If you're going to ask them for prayer, make sure you pray for them. 
People tell me all the time, you know, joy's like a family. It is. It is a family. Doesn't mean we're going to agree on everything, but families don't agree on everything. But we love one another. We care for one another. So I want to encourage us to, to grow closer in this new year. Because little things like that mean a lot. And remember, our lives are made up of a whole lot of little things, a whole lot of little moments. But you know what? God's in those little moments. And if God's in those little moments, they become big moments for the kingdom of God. Let's remember that. As we reflect back on 2021, it's almost over. Let's remember all the things that God has done for us. All the struggles he, he's brought us through, through the laughter, through the tears, through the joys, through the sorrows. He's been very good to us. And I want to close out this last Sunday, 2021, with a song that has a familiar melody. It's a song that's played every year, probably the most popular New Year's song, Old Lang Zang, Old Lang Syne, which means times long past. And I read another translation of that title. It means old, long, since days gone by. Anyway, our, our friends at Wren Collective have written some edifying lyrics to that same melody. To give God praise and to give him thanks for all that he has done for us. And I believe it's, it'll be a fitting way for us to finish out our, our last gathering of 2021 and have hope for 2022 when we come back together next Sunday on January the 2nd, okay? You'll be here, right? <laughs> now, if you're not familiar with the song, here's some lyrics that will help us out a little. They're not on the screen, so, so listen up. Your grace will never be forgot. Your mercy all my life will be my source, forever song, my story, and my light. For all that you have done for us, for every battle won, We'll raise a song to bless your heart for all that you have done. From mountaintop to valley low, through laughter and through tears, surely the goodness of my God will follow all the years. You know our failures and regrets. You always lead us home. Redemption's arm has raised us up, our triumph in the storm. In unity, we'll stand as one, as family will go. Right? We're family. Shoulder to shoulder, hand in hand, into the great unknown. We're going into the great unknown of 2022. So let's go together as family will go, right? And let's let God lead us instead of us trying to lead him. So I'm going to ask you to stand, and we're going to give God thanks with this song, and then we'll pray. We'll go home. If you're going out for lunch, remember, leave a good tip. Be kind to your server. Come back next week. Bring somebody with you. All right, Chris, let's close it out with a song of thanks to our God.